0: Known as the female mind, you are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 15 of Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean S.
1: And I'm Steve and tonight we'll be discussing episode 13, the season 1 finale of The Magicians.
0: Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs.
0: That was a rough one. That's what I'm going to say right now. It was crazy. I know doing some of the live tweets, people were talking about different portions of the show, which I'm not going to get into just yet. Right. Talking about they were surprised that they pulled, you know, this portion from the book that they didn't think they'd pull or, you know, that this portion of the show wasn't as in-depth as the book. Right. So I don't know. I haven't read them. it will be the off season but I'm really interested to know how everyone else felt about it. Please send an email. We'll even have you come on and talk about it next season.
1: Absolutely.
0: on podcast at gmail.com. This was, this was a big episode, which is why we decided to do this completely separate.
1: Yes. Have you brought me little cakes? What a title. Right? <laughs> Having traveled to Fillory, Julia and Quentin discover they've been followed by Martin Chatwin. Who they promise to help. They commission a blade to help them kill the beast and meet the watcher woman, a future Jane Chatwin, who takes them where they need to be. They rejoin the group, collect the knife, and Elliot marries a local girl as he has been named future high king. Quentin and Julia meet Ember, who gives them power and unlocks Julia's memories, revealing that her friends had accidentally summoned Reynard the Fox who killed her friends and raped Julia. Quentin and Julia rejoin the others who have been rescuing Victoria and discover Christopher Plover, who reveals that the beast is Martin Chatwin. Josh and Victoria escape, and the rest travel to the source of Fillory's magic to ambush the beast. However, Julia has taken the knife from Alice, and while the rest of them are injured with Penny's hands cut off. Julia holds a knife to the beast's throat.
0: Oh, my gosh. I mean, it was crazy. This was, I have to say, because I I did tweet this, I'm like, I was right. I totally called that. How many episode's back? (laughs) I'm surprised. I am kind of surprised, but not super surprised. Right. Oh, man. But there's so much going on. I don't even know, like, where to go with everything. So lead us off with this one.
1: All right. Well, let's start in the past where Julia and Quentin show up in.
0: So he did say somebody was watching and they did mention that, finally.
1: Uh huh. Run into Martin who has followed them in.
0: How long did the doorway stay open?
1: It must have been. I mean, they were
0: close and they knew what was going to happen. That's why they, I assumed it was open enough for them to get to
1: it. Right. But Martin might have been doing the same thing that they were doing. And just Mm, when he saw them head over there, he stopped from approaching and went in after them.
0: Hmm, interesting. It just seemed like, hey, why are why is there sunlight and leaves blowing out of this phone box? Box. (laughs) Maybe we should see what it is. Tardis looking phone box. I know, and they (laughs) said that too. I was super excited that he said that. Yes. I'm like, yeah, I did. I totally squeed. And I'm like, I'm a nerd. I don't care.
1: Exactly. (laughs) And they run into the Watcher Woman. And, of course, that Martin knows the story behind the Watcher Woman, and he disappears immediately.
0: Okay. Now, he knows the Fillery story of the Watcher Woman. Right. Okay. So he doesn't, at this point, as far as we know, know who she really is. Right. Got it. And I love Julia. (laughs) like you were scary you were like my worst nightmare and she just seemed kind of surprised but it's weird because when they ask her how are you the watcher woman she says and it's like oh my gosh this is like so time you know time lord it's like well I had to get stronger to defeat the watcher woman but the whole time she was the watcher woman so she was getting stronger to defeat herself but she knew that as she got older she had to become the watcher woman so she can grow into the person that she was yeah I'm like <laughs> huh seriously yeah i i was just sitting there like thinking about it with my mouth open like uh wait a minute isn't that some sort of weird paradox and
1: <laughs> exactly because she's but dead the- right now right but of course and and how can she be older in the 40s i
0: yeah i was yeah really it got
1: confused. timey-wimey that i couldn't <laughs>
0: Especially when I had, I had tweeted out, well, if she knows what's going to happen, can't she fix that timeline? Right. Because I would think she, she could somehow like put in a, a loop or something, but she never asked Quentin how she dies. Right. So maybe that's why. I don't know. Somebody said it had to happen. Otherwise Quentin would never be there, but he would be there. It would just depend on which him it is. <laughs> oh my god, my head's going to start hurting. All right, let's get past this. <laughs> let's move on. Go past this part. Don't come back to it. I can't right. do this. Right. <laughs> I think we will still
1: see uh Eliza in the future.
0: Okay.
1: I really do. I don't think uh Miss Jane Chatwin is gone forever.
0: Well, I hope not.
1: Yeah. Because if she can be your future self in the past, then <laughs> she can be your future self in the future. <laughs>
0: All right. Oh wow. I'm going to need a flow chart. Yeah. All right. Let's go past that.
1: Right. <laughs> now it's real funny that Quentin is basically writing the new chapter of the book as they're going, cause they're approaching or they go to try to find Ember and Umber.
0: Right. And they do find the, who, the Ember. Ember. Yeah. No wait. Was it Ember or Umber? God, now I'm getting confused. <laughs> the names are too close together. I
1: know. I, from what I remember, the, it was Ember.
0: They had found the, like, temple. I thought that was Umber's temple. Because then when they get pushed into the future or the present. <laughs> oh, my God. Is this what it's like, writing this stuff? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that it was all, like, worn down and, like, all the flowers were gone.
1: Right, yeah. The Beast had basically taken all of fillery and made sure it wasn't uh, as pretty as it was, that's for sure.
0: Just random question. Do you think that was intentional or completely unintentional just by him taking the magic?
1: Oh, I'm sure it was because he took the magic.
0: Okay, so it may have actually been unintentional.
1: It's possible, yeah, but he sure wasn't going to do anything about
0: it. Oh, yeah, I don't see him being too, you know...
1: About it
0: changing, right? <laughs> so it turns out that Julie and Quentin are in the Fillory books and have been all along, and they do not know that because they were the Fool and the Witch. Yeah. So then they had their little like fan roll moment. Yes. Which I thought was fun, and then we come up to them meeting. Well, I'm sorry when they met the Watcher woman. I'm like I'm keeping the names right now. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll really get confused. Um, She stops time for a second with Julia well, for a few minutes. And she's telling Quentin, you know, some of the important things he needs to know, but that Julia has a block that she doesn't want to remove because it was very sensitive, I want to say she said.
1: Yeah, it was dark.
0: (laughs) Right, and that it could break her down. Now, this is my question again for you. Because she knows that she has them on a time loop, and what happens and how everything changes, do you think she knows which loop they're in and what change she's made and that what has happened, and this is like a 12-part question, and what has happened to Julia is essentially her fault for putting her into that particular loop.
1: Yes, I believe Jane does feel like what has happened to Julia is because of the change she made in the time loop.
0: So do you think she actually knows what did happen to her? And that she just didn't want to tell Quentin and he was, she was trying to save all of them the grief. I think so. Okay.
1: Yes. I, I don't think she, and what's funny is when Julia does get that memory back, it's from Ember, who I believe was not just a prisoner of the beast, but was actually working for him. You think so? Yep.
0: See, I didn't get that. I thought that he was just kind of thinking he's helping, but he's kind of dumb.
1: (laughs) Uh, Kind of a Renard the Fox uh, type? Uh, uh,
0: No, because there was no help coming from (laughs) Renard. Only tears.
1: Yes.
0: But that's basically
1: what Ember ended up doing, too.
0: Well, see, I really think Ember was... I, I think it was more naive thinking he's like doing good. Like, Oh, I'll do this too because you didn't ask, but you know, this is what you need because this will help, but not realizing, Oh, what's behind that, that darkness?
1: That block. Yeah. Okay. Now that, that I could probably buy was he, he was able to recognize the memory block, but couldn't, did couldn't tell the, that there was darkness behind it
0: or didn't bother to try right. to see. Yeah. Yeah, he seemed really just like, oh, I'm stuck here. Did you bring me food?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, did you bring me little cakes? (laughs) Or nymphs. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, really interesting, though. But in the past, they were able to find the knife maker who can make the specific knife to kill a high magician, which is what they need because there's nothing that can kill the beast at this point. Right. And. Oh, what did he say? They were made from moonstones? Yes. And you have to, like, feed them and work with them, and then they, you can make it into anything. But it'll take some time. Yes. Well, yeah, they know they're going to jump forward in time, so they're fine.
1: Yeah. They can, 40 years isn't going to be anything.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Jump time. So that
0: was, that was kind of interesting, because now we're going to go back and forth here for a sec. Because when they do go into the future, it's not the same guy. It's his son who was there, and he's, you know, really surprised that...
1: They hadn't the, aged.
0: Right. Because obviously he had. Yeah. He was just a little boy.
1: And, and now, now he's, he's Ry- Ryan Robbins. <laughs>
0: right. I love that there's all these people who were on shows that were previously on sci-fi um, or sci-fi. That. Yes. I was looking at him going, wait a minute. He was on Sanctuary.
1: And he I believe was, he was uh, also on Continuum and, the, and yes. Falling and
0: Skies. Me <laughs> the series. Yes. As was the man who played the Beast, who, oh, my gosh, his name's going to escape me. But I just love when they all kind of come together for these. They were on different shows, and now they're, like, all together. I feel like, oh, it's a reunion. They're probably like, yeah, I worked with you once. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, no, no, it's a thing. Yeah. Ah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Going to the next. Well, I kind of brought us to the.
1: Brought us to the present, and uh, that's fine. Future, past. And we find out that the son expects payment for the knife. Right. And his uh payment is that his daughter is to marry the future High King of Fillory.
0: Now, that was slightly different from what it was originally supposed to be. Okay. Because it was just supposed to be, like, part of the royal court. But because, he says... The royals are in short supply at this point. Right. He wants immediate payment.
1: Yes. And he has a blade that will determine who the future royalty is.
0: Which I thought was, I definitely thought it was going to be Quentin. Oh, well, of course. But then at the same time, I feel like that would have been way too like, easy,
1: predictable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Quentin gets tested first and does not get cut.
0: Right, and then, uh.
1: Penny does uh, not get cut.
0: For a second, I thought it might be the random guy that they had found then. Right. The, the fountains. I'm like, oh wait, what if it's actually him? Yeah. Uh, no, Ooh, It's Elliot. Which was crazy, because Elliot's just like, oh, what's this supposed to- Ow! Yeah. <laughs> and of course, you know, Margo talks to him, and he's like, maybe this is meant to be.
1: Yeah, he seemed to be fine with buying it. Uh, He's just going with what's happening. He don't care.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, at first, no, cause he's like, Oh, okay, whatever. I can get like a royal annulment. I can get this. But Margot's like, eh, it's a little different here in Fillory. Yeah. And she's like, you won't be with anybody else. No. She's like in Fillory. No, ever anywhere because you're not leaving, which right there, I thought that would be like, er, no. hit those brakes, hold on you know, I can't do this what do you mean I'm not leaving Fillory ever I don't know, I thought that was really weird that they would do that and if that's the case is that, did the beast maybe do that? and that's why he, but he does leave I don't know, I'm confused I just confused myself I've gone cross-eyed yeah, nobody's left Fillory yet that's true maybe I should just wait yes so they get the knife that nobody seems to be able to handle.
1: Right, that only a master ma- magician can handle.
0: Which I thought was kind of funny because they all go to grab it and like,
1: because ah! <laughs> it, <was laughs> it burns. You got to have some power to wield that blade.
0: Right, and then at first, you know, Quentin can't do it, and then uh, Elliot's like, maybe it's for the High King, and he tries to do it, and no, and and when all of a sudden Penny walks up, like, oh hey. And I thought, okay, Penny's going to be the one who can grab it, right? Right. Because it just seemed like one of the episodes that all this weird stuff is happening, and all the completely unsuspecting people are the ones that are going to be able to to do what we're not sure they can do. Right. And he falls. I'm sorry, it was funny because he just like falls on like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was, it burned him, and he wasn't expecting it. Yeah. And I love it, but. Then the guy's just like, uh, none of you guys are Master Magicians? Yeah. That was not something that was mentioned originally. No. Well, duh.
1: (laughs) But but I said last episode, I didn't, or the one with, where they were trying to learn battle magic. They aren't ready for this. Not even close.
0: Oh, but, you know, they have a little secret weapon from Ember.
1: Yes. But they can't use it if nobody can grab
0: it. Well, that's why.
1: (laughs) Yes, Quentin finally sits down and has, I guess, while Elliot is consummating his marriage, Elliot uh, decides to uh, do some soul searching and determines that it is not him that is supposed to be the hero of this story at this point in time. That it should be out. It
0: was sad, yeah, because she's like, "You're an idiot," <laughs> but you're a good, man. You're not. you wasn't. You're not what I wanted you to be, but you're stronger than you think. Mm-hmm. I think is what she said. I'm right? like, "Oh, that's so sweet." <laughs> and I mean, you have just all of the stuff going on, and it was just crazy with the emotions that were running through all the characters, right? And all the stuff that we learned. Yeah. They saved uh Victoria. Right. And Victoria's like, but there's somebody else. You have to save them. And then when they find out who that other person is, which is Christopher Clover, and that's when we learn that he's not the beast.
1: Right. And that it's Martin. Right.
0: That, you know, everything changes. And, you know, Victoria and... Uh, Josh. Josh, thank you. You know, they stick around for a little while, enough to teach Penny how it is how he's able to, or how he can travel with people.
1: Yeah, group travel.
0: So, I mean, there's that good. And Josh seemed kind of on board to try to help. Right. But I think when it came down to it, they're like, we got to bounce. You guys are trying to kill the big bad here. and
1: We've been here long enough. We need to go home.
0: (laughs) Well, Victoria knows what's going on. And I don't know, because they don't show it, and it could have just happened off screen, how much Victoria told them. Right. About what she knew. So hopefully there was that information. Because I keep hoping we're going to come back to season two. And this is not going to be something that had actually happened. Because the way this ended, I'm just like, what the hell? <laughs> I think a lot of And, yeah, I did tweet out that, oh, great. All of my shows are going to end on finales that are going to piss me off this season. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we had the Walking Dead happen. And this happened. I had a couple other ones. And I'm like Hollow. I'm, yeah, yeah, anger. There's a lot of anger right now.
1: <laughs> His fandoms are venting uh, all over the place.
0: I'm not getting Doctor Who this year. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of crap I'm not ready to deal with. I think I need therapy now. <laughs> this is kind of what this is. This is therapy for me, but seriously, I'm going to have to, to go to therapy just because of my shows. And yeah. then my therapist will be like, I can't deal with you. You're talking about TV. Yeah. <laughs> So I know other people feel this way. We want to hear from you. Fangirls on podcast at gmail dot com. Okay, let's go back. Sorry, sorry, Steve. Go on. Go back. Explain some more. Oop. And don't hit the microphone like I did.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we've got to talk about the reveal when Ember uh, decides he's going to remove Julia's memory block. Oh,
0: this was painful.
1: Extremely painful.
0: But I do have to say, and before we even get into this, I have been incredibly impressed with sci-fi this year for this season of, of magicians. They have touched on a lot of very, very touchy subjects. Yes. (laughs) And they have, um, they have put up like every single time about support groups. Yes. You know, and they did that again for this one. Mm-hmm. And actually, people from, um, RAIN, the Rape Abuse and Incest National Network, were tweeting out at the same time about the magician. So I'm wondering if they reached out about it Obviously. beforehand. Again, I am, and you have to give my kudos to sci-fi that it wasn't just a plot device for them. Right. At the end of the episode, they put up the phone number that, you know, if you need to talk, it's, 1-800-656-HOPE, they did that about the suicide prevention. And I feel like this is something that a lot of shows could have just went right past. Right. And just been like, it was the plot device, it's what happened, and not touched on it. So I am, you know, giving them my applause that they they did this and put that out there for people. So, I'm sorry, now we'll go on to the actual show, (laughs) and I know some... Somebody's out there going, blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. <laughs> but I'm just thinking it, it was something that I, I do truly appreciate that i doing just because, you know, you don't see that a lot. So I think they're being socially responsible too, talking about that. Right. So, yeah. We and find we out find that, out
1: that it was actually Marina that put the memory block there to begin with.
0: Now, was that a shocker to you? Because Marina came when Julia called her. Because this, of course, isn't in the flashback. We find out what happened. Julia calls Marina, and Marina is actually nice. And she looked actually freaked out. Yeah. So, you know, obviously, Julia tells her everything, and Marina's like, I can help. Don't worry. And when Julia's like, I need you, the thing they did to you at great I need you to do that for me. Mm-hmm. And, like, when they show Marina, she just has this, like, look like, wait, no. You know, like, complete shock.
1: Right. And she actually looked like she had some care on her, you know, concern on her face. It wasn't the all-high-and-mighty Marina that we've uh, come accustomed to seeing.
0: Right. Right. The second she came in and they show Marina, she's like, no, no, I'll help you. Yeah. You did the right thing. You know, it it wasn't a question. It wasn't, you know, gloating. So, yeah. Wow. I was surprised. So... I'm wondering, even though I haven't liked Marina up until now, what's going to happen next, uh, next season? I'm saying next episode, (laughs) next season. And if, you know, there is way more to Marina than we know, which I'm sure there is, but I mean, just the way they showed her with this. Yeah, um, I think she
1: basically is impressed and at the same time, you know, concerned. I, I didn't think she really thought Julia had. in her to actually summon a god Mm -hmm. and her and the group were able to do that
0: so do you think that she's looking at Julia like holy crap your power is way stronger than mine or just that you know she focused more that she she is a true rival
1: yeah I think it's she now probably considers Julia a lot more close Closer to being equal to her than she did before.
0: Okay, got it. So interestingly enough, they find or they find out it is Reynard the Fox. Now, did you get any information on who this is supposed to be? Because he says trickster and something else. So I was just wondering if you had found it Because I know a lot of times in other shows we've talked, you've been able to find things, right. or if they just kind of pulled out, you know, a random. But I just thought it was weird that all the signs, and Julia does say this, they think they're, they're trying to get the, oh, what was it? The lady from the lady underneath? Oh my crap. I forgot what they called it, but I thought it it looked like Mary, you know, the way the candles were, the way the pictures were. Right.
1: Yeah. Our lady underground.
0: Our lady underground. Okay. Which, you know, I didn't know what that was either. I hadn't looked into it, but that somehow, you know, this one, this trickster, has managed to trick a whole lot of people. Right. Now, do you think that weird demon thing that showed up as Katie's mom knew who they were sending, knew who Reynard actually was? That's what I meant. Or do you think that she was under the impression this whole time that it was the Lady Underground?
1: Oh, I think they all believed it was the Lady Underground. Dang it. And it wasn't until they got her there that it went so horribly wrong.
0: That's, that's just nuts. Um, yeah. because it, that was like the long con.
1: Yes. It was an extremely long con. And yeah, you may address me as Reynard the Fox, trickster of the faithful, the pure of heart, the very stupid hmm. is what he says.
0: So yeah. Because the Lady Underground is something from Grand Cairo. So it, uh, let me see. It's held by tradition that the Blessed Virgin lived for some years in a subterranean chapel. So yeah, so they are thinking it. So I was kind of right. Just the different way they, um, address right. Mary. So I just thought that was crazy. So it was just, I didn't know what the whole thing was. It's, it's crazy. And still I'm wondering then who gave her that floating thing you know um when she did the one spell to summon a god right so was it really at that time actually Reynard the Fox mhm
1: yep she was desperate to believe in something and he found an opening and used it
0: that's crazy but had everything changed to the point where because Julia as her memory you know came back she remembered seeing The statues were bleeding. Right. And then she was trying to get everybody to stop. But then, you know, up pops Reynard.
1: Yeah. Takes over Richard's body and definitely uh, starts going after it.
0: Yes. But how how did they suddenly, because she showed Quentin the statue that was like crying milk. So if, you know, I don't know how that changed. I didn't understand that. Unless that was some kind of spell that uh, Marina was able to do, too.
1: No, I think it probably, you know, cause we see the, no, this was after the rape occurred.
0: Yeah. Because before all of a sudden the statues start bleeding. Right. And that's why she tries to stop everybody. Right.
1: And I just think that was his way into our universe. And okay. yeah, it's not doing it now because he's let, been let loose. He wanted free <laughs> to be free. Mm-hmm. From wherever he was at. And,
0: which makes me wonder if it is actually crying milk, the other statue, if the Lady Underground is still trying to reach out to, you know, help them.
1: It's possible.
0: Uh, I guess we'll find out next then. Yeah. So, yes, we had a very tragic occurrence with the rape.
1: Yes. Fortunately, and Katie base... got away. And Julie Yeah, how the
0: heck did she, Yeah. You know, Zip out of there. Yeah. Well, Julia told her run and right, but then she looks like a second later, she's gone. I'm like, how she can't travel. How did she? <laughs> like, what did I miss? But as it's happening and you know, she's of course reliving this for everybody. Everybody is online going, I didn't think they were going to put that in the shelf in the book. Right. A lot of people thought that that was going to be something that did not translate to screen. Right. So. I know that was it was a rough scene, and um Arjun Gupta, who plays penny he was he was tweeting and he's like, this is a very rough scene for everybody, and even though they weren't on set right before, you know, they were all like talking about it mm-hmm. because
1: yeah, it's in the script, something... so they got to see what they were gonna film, and
0: right, so it wasn't something that they took lightly, so I am you know I'm glad about that, but I didn't understand. When she called Marina and she's like, something happened and she's telling her and she's like, something's still happening. Are they trying to say that somehow she got, you know, pregnant that
1: fast? There's something going on with that. I don't know if it's a pregnancy (laughs) or something else, but he, or he drained something from her that there's something going on there. I don't know what yet.
0: Okay. Well, it was. It was something else. Yeah. And that yeah. kind of leads us to, unless there's something else you want to talk about before we get into the battle. Oh, we're ready. Okay. So before the battle, Ember had given Quentin some um, man juice. Yeah.
1: <laughs> beast juice.
0: Beast juice, yeah. Man well, beast juice. It turns out that it's his seed, and it was like half a jelly jar full. And he's like, drink this and you'll have my power. And I love when he's trying to tell everybody, and they're like, "Uh, what? Yeah, is that? <laughs> like really?" And so when he tells Alice, you know, "No, you should do this," and you have Margot being a smartass. Oh god, this was rough because all of oh, a sudden so she's like, "Just pretend it's prom, and you want him to shut up." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh my god, seriously!" I'm sitting there, I face bomb. Yeah like, I can't believe you just said that. And then so Alice chugs it. And then Margo's kind of mad that she took it all for herself. I'm Like, oh, you know what? She needs to power up. <laughs> this is the weirdest thing to say. Mm-hmm. You know, so if taking this from the god helps her get to the point where she can possibly defeat the beast, that's great. But at the same time, if they all had taken some, would it have powered them all up? Or would it have been too diluted? Because none of them had like a full
1: dose. Whammy. Yeah, I I think it, that would have been the case. Is
0: okay, not the full whammy. Yeah, but so we see Alice able to handle the knife. Then Alice is smart enough; she's probably remembered enough the battle wars that she'd be able to do this. Now, granted, this has been multiple times they've tried; it hasn't worked. They didn't know this, right? So when they go finally find the place that they're going to battle, it turns out to be lovers. Library. Yes, thank you. I was like, sanctuary is. <laughs> <laughs> Where he hid all of the pictures. Yes. And, you know, they're talking about, they're like, well that makes sense. You know, the anger is coming. Oh my god, I'm gonna sound like Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Fear leads to anger, anger to hate. Hate leads to the dark. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's, that's
1: what happened Jason's to Mark. am so proud of me right now.
0: <laughs> Uh yes, and then going back there will continue to fuel his rage yes. and help him continually like stay in the state of mind that he needs to be to be the beast yes. as he powers up every time. And again, nice on with Mario. Okay. Alice had the knife going in. Yes? It was in the little holder?
1: Yeah, in the little, in the little holder.
0: I never seen that leave the holder.
1: I didn't notice it either. But when she goes to reach for it, it's not there.
0: Right. Because it was a different version because uh Quentin's like distracting him
1: mm-hmm. saying
0: that I have a message from Jane. Right. That only you'll understand. And that stops him. Yeah. So I'm guessing this is the first time because the beast seems to remember everything that's come before. Yes. And yeah, that that just stopped him that wait a minute. What do you mean, Jane? even though he hates Jane and he's killed her in this time. But at some point, they've met Jane in Fillory, and he doesn't know what's going on. I think that's what kind of threw him. Mm -hmm. So they go to to battle, and he's just like, oh, Quentin, you're trying to stall me again. (laughs) But he doesn't do anything to Quentin. He causes Alice to start bleeding. Yep, hemorrhaging. He just... He just seemed to knock out Margo and Elliot because they didn't bleed or anything. No, he just she threw them up against do, the
1: bookcase, so that shouldn't have killed him.
0: Right, because Margo was starting to do, like, a, a block. Right. Like, like a shield, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he throws them. But then when he cuts off Penny's freaking hands, <laughs> I'm like, mm. what? What is that? Now, is I, I know they have to be able to use their hands for magic, but is that also a way to stop him from traveling? Yes.
1: Uh, at least that's what I think it is. Okay. Was the reason he went after his hands.
0: And I just have to say, the last scene that we see with Penny there, his hands cut off and his hands, like, up by his head. that's the freakiest frickin' picture. Yeah. Seriously, just sitting there and his hands are all weird. And then you see just where it's locked off on the wrist. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is so freaky.
1: Yes. Kudos to this makeup, the makeup. crew because they did an excellent job coming up with that
0: oh yes oh my gosh so next thing we know julia has the knife and julia has a knife up to the beast's throat and right then i'm like oh my gosh this will end then i'm thinking wait a minute yeah we have another season and there's a whole lot of book how is this going to be the end
1: <laughs> it's not so it's like
0: <laughs> no all of a sudden she says let's deal and you know, Quentin is kind of freaked out. Like, Julia, you have the knife. Everybody's dying. Frickin' kill him already. Yeah. She's like, you know how to to find and take revenge on God. Let's talk. And the beast is just like, oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> like, sure, why not? I I, I was pissed. <laughs> because she walks out with him.
1: Yeah. They just... And Quentin's
0: just standing there looking at his friends dying. Yeah. Or dead. So all I can hope is that Jane is going to come in and be like, there's one more time loop because I've been here, but it's not going to take you all the way back. Right. That's all I can hope for. I don't know what I want, but I was angry with Julia. I was cussing her up and down, and that's why I was wondering what was going on, because how was she able to pick up the ninth? The only thing I could think of is because of Reynard raping her. Yeah. But that's why I instantly thought, is she pregnant? And somehow the baby is a master magician like already well, you know, I didn't it'd know be a god so <laughs> oh god i forgot about that yeah it'd be like half... well yes and no because he took over the body of a human right not didn't present you know that's why i was confused <laughs> it's crazy okay well, you gotta go, go back
1: and Look at your Greek mythology, yes, when a god had, oh. yeah, Hercules, Apollo, they they were.
0: Yeah, but they took the form of a human. It wasn't ever taking over the body of a human. True. Although, if you go back to the legend of Arthur. Yes. Oh god, this, again, I can't do this timey-wimey stuff right now. It's been a long day. I I will have to take serious notes about all of this, and we'll have to come back and have a Mythology talk. Okay. To see where everything falls. <laughs> oh my gosh. So again, super intense episode. This was, other than me being really pissed off at the ending <laughs> with Julia and the cliffhanger, it was a great episode. Yes. A lot going on. Kept my interest the whole time. Couldn't believe that an hour had gone past. Yeah. So. Is there anything that we didn't talk about that you want to talk about real quick?
1: I don't think so. I think we've covered just about everything that I had.
0: All right. Well, then, since this is the finale for Magicians, obviously, we'll be talking about it when it comes back for next season. But anything that you guys want to share with us, since we are doing sci-fi talk over everything else, we will happily talk about it at the end of, or beginning of any of the other shows. Mm-hmm. I want to know it how everybody else felt about the finale. If you've read the books, you know what we've talked about, how it, it translates or what I've missed because I haven't read the books. Now I have to find the books, <sighs> my book addiction. So I want to hear from you guys. Let us know. Fangirlzone podcast at gmail.com. Come on over to fangirlzone.com and just click a link. If you want to do it that way. Uh, please make sure you rate and review us on every platform, iTunes, Google play, uh, podomatic i do believe we're going to be changing over to lisbon soon so you might be able to find us over there but we will still be on itunes yes. and google play so don't forget good ratings help other fans find us and we always want to know how you guys feel about the show what we're covering if we're not covering enough of something tell us we want to know and heck if you want to come on why not you know we're happy to have you guys on to talk with us for the show because we're all fans about the show right all right so uh we hope you're enjoying this though oh my gosh so such a emotional episode of magicians and sci-fi talk has me all like (laughs) so of course you know find me at fangirl zone and from there you can find all my contacts but steve has A billion places you will find him, other than Fangirl
1: Zone and Hollow Nine. Absolutely.
0: Please tell
1: everybody. All right. You can find me over on Golden Spiral Media doing Witness Prophecies, a Sleepy Hollow podcast. Hopefully we'll get season four. You can also find me doing the C Word podcast, an Orphan Black podcast with